Hi, it's Pat and Stu. I'm Pat, this is Stu. Mm-hmm. Over there is... Uh, <laughs> don't, don't point. Uh, by the way, do um, we're mildly surprised to see you here today, Jeffy. Yeah, we thought you might be, I don't know, <laughs> dead by now? I would say most people on Twitter did think that we had killed you uh, back, back on Thursday, in which I, I informed mean, them, by the way, we did not force you to do anything. No. We said well, we, do, we, can't we didn't even say eat more than you want. We mm. said eat until you're comfortable. And mm-hmm. you ate 71 peeps in one shot. That's kind of a technicality, though. Cause. No, it's not a technicality. It is. Uh, <laughs> it was just the way it was. All and these conservatives with a personal responsibility were upset about how we made <laughs> Jeffy eat 71 peeps and, in a show. And thank you. I thank will you. say my kids all wanted to know, though. Uh, I mean, thank they you. never <laughs> asked about this show. But every, every person at my house asked me, so how many did Jeffy wind up eating? <laughs> so 71 71. 71 was the total. And really, 71. you know, we, uh, I should, I, I'm disappointed in myself. In that uh, what? You could have eaten uh, more? I was hoping to, I was hoping to, to break, you know, at least hit 90. I thought 100 was, was, I really was, was in the but, picture. But I, uh, man, that, I got that 55. Man, I hit that 55 mark, and it was like, that's enough. To I got to tell you, I think you did about twice as well as I thought you were going to do. I, I figured around 40. I figured you good for about 40. Yeah, but that's so, but that, between 50 and 55, 60, man, they were, that was enough peeps. For yeah, me. you said so, 60, you started getting sick to your stomach, yeah, you and that's why like you that's ate enough. 11 more. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so well, yeah, you know, I, mean, I wasn't completely sick. So, so let, me, let me ask a delicate question here, and, oh, and, I, and I, I, I am trusting you and your, your judgment. Oh, uh, no, not bad. And uh, not you're, bad. You, Go how ahead. did you I, feel answered. after? Yeah, not bad. Well, I mean, that evening uh, was a great anniversary evening. Because it was your anniversary. Yeah, that it was day. always wonderful. Mm-hmm. Just, I just went home and <laughs> laid down. Did you have a delicious you meal know, with your wife? You know, no, we didn't go. She was planning on some kind of dinner that uh-huh. didn't and you happen. <laughs> So could you not eat the rest of the day? Uh, Well, that's... Well, come on. I mean, let's not get ridiculous. Don't be stupid. And (laughs) to defend Jeffy on that point, when you have, like, a large amount of, like, sweets... Oh, especially sugar like that, you got to settle yourself with some other new food. Like all those empty calories, you got to... I mean, did you... So you must have eaten, like, a pig, probably, at dinner time. I mean, I had to cover up the peeps with a little ice cream. Ice cream? What about, like, bread? I feel like bread... Bread. You need a bready, mm. maybe pasta, something like that's going to settle. Maybe just a little soup. <laughs> mm-hmm. a little soup, soup and water, sell. soup, water, and cheese. Man, I felt better, but it was soup, water, still. and cheese made you feel better. Yeah. All right. Okay, that's fine. I mean, with the stomach full of peeps. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know. I've never had that. I've never had seventy-one peeps in my system before. So, well, for you, Jeffy, we are. Uh, anyway, it was it was fun. It was fine. It, the, I wasn't sick. But I wasn't, it was, I just didn't want to do <laughs> And that differed from every other day in Well, that. normally I'm telling myself, nah, you're just not, you know, yeah. just lay down. I don't have to worry about so, it. So, <laughs> for Jeffy, he's back, and for us, it's back to the drawing board, really. Yeah, uh, we we'll have point. to figure out right. something else. We'll have to figure out the something else. The peeps didn't do it. No. So. I really thought that that would do it, because yeah. it's like, you figure he's like a fish, right? You know, like... You put too much fish food in there, they're going to eat until they explode, that right. type of thing. Yeah. We kind of figured that was going to happen with the peeps. Well, uh, I know, but if that would have happened, I'd actually 
If the goal is to get him out, we still don't. We still haven't found a crane strong enough to lift him out of this building. Yeah, he pretty he probably would you know. decay on site. Yeah. Um, but so. you know, if if that were to happen, <laughs> what we're saying is, if that were to happen, we probably would not be able to remove it. A, you'd have to take out this entire wall back behind us. <laughs> yep. You'd have to going. take out the whole wall, and then you'd have to get a tr- a crane that was strong enough to lift the tonnage over there, and it just doesn't exist yet uh, in society. Yeah. I mean, so, it exists, but nobody wants to spend the money to... No, it doesn't exist. It just doesn't exist. So It sounds, It's sad, but we're, we're happy you're here, Jeffy. Uh, just, there's some circumstances mm-hmm. of your presence we wish were different. Um, you know. Oh, the... The breathing. And, all right, so uh, <laughs> today, or tomorrow's tax day, which is uh, April it's 18th. It's kind of weird, yeah. yeah so uh, couple... Saturday was the 15th, so they move it to... They usually bump it to Monday, but today, this year, it's Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday because of uh, Emancipation Day, which is some holiday that I guess Washington, D.C. celebrates. And Patriots Day. And, pa- well, and Patriots Day as well, which is uh, uh, where For the Boston. Red Sox play in the morning. That's mm-hmm. what I, how I always remember. And it's Boston Marathon Day as well uh, in Boston. Uh, so mm. those are a couple big things going on there. Ah, but... dang it. I'm usually running in that. And uh, so... Uh, I forgot this year. <laughs> when you say usually, are you familiar with the word? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Like it means commonplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of times of I'd time. be, most of the time I'd be well, running in that. Look at marathon. it, Stu. Stu, when you mm-hmm. see Pat, you think runner. you think You think marathon, runner. right? You think a marathon runner, 26.2 miles. That's, usually, I, that's why the 26.2 is on my... On my uh, back. You do have a bubble for this. This one is yeah. Twenty. I I won't do the thirteen point one because that's insulting to me. Uh, so I only do this the twenty six point two. Insulting to you? It's insulting. Mm. How dare you think that I would only run half a marathon? I spit at half marathons. So. But right. I don't like to brag. That's why I don't really mention it. You much. spit at them, but you don't like to brag. <laughs> no. Uh, so tomorrow no. is tax day. Uh, I, there was a big protest that said, "Hey, Donald Trump, t- release your tax returns." I, Weird. I don't care about it. I mean, so what? If if they would have done that with Barack Obama's uh, college records, which are also usually released, but you don't have to. Uh, it's the same situation with the with the. With the taxes, why weren't they out there protesting? Well, every other president's released his college records. Why can't this one? They didn't care. They don't care. Just they're gonna they're gonna pick apart everything Trump does. And, and look, there's plenty to pick apart there. But I don't know that this is such a big deal. I mean, would I like to see that he's probably not as rich as he claims? Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I mean, I don't I, look. It was an issue going into the campaign. He's president. Mm-hmm. He's already won. Right? You're right. So why the I, hell are yeah, they I don't know why they keep doing this. I don't know why. I mean, I guess I, you now likely with a with a bunch of tax returns <laughs> as complicated as Donald Trump's likely are, you'd probably be able to find something to pick up, you know, pick apart. Even if it was completely legitimate, you'd probably be able to find something that you didn't like. Maybe. They did that with, with Mitt Romney's when they released his. They were like, well, he has investments here and he paid this low of a rate. And like they always try to find something. But what good does it do? The guy's already president. Mm-hmm. Judge him on his presidency. Mm hmm. Uh, you know, I, that seems to be a logical thing to do at this point. You can, it is important to project as what do you think this person would do as president when he's not. But when he is president, just judge him by his presidency. It's really easy. It, it, it's easy to boil down. Yeah. And it got violent at Berkeley, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was in, interesting to uh, watch the footage of uh, the rioters and one of them just stomping and kicking and hitting people. 
and I, I froze I, I froze the frame and uh, because he had something interesting on his uh, on the back of his hoodie. It said, uh, Jesus will judge you as he's <laughs> kicking the crap out of somebody laying on the ground. Uh, hmm. It's an interesting uh, hoodie to mm. be wearing mm-hmm. under those circumstances. I'll say it's a, uh, you could actually say, un- you could get rid of the under the, those circumstances and just say it's an interesting hoodie to be wearing. Yeah, that, and uh, that's true too. Jesus will judge you hoodie. Mm-hmm. Does not seem like <laughs> a choice I would make myself. Yeah, it's, I mean, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah he's to each gonna... his own fashion sense, but. Uh... Yeah, no, no, I reject <laughs> no? it. No? I reject it. You re- yeah. <laughs> Reject that choice. Really? Yeah, not all choices are good. Wow. Uh, wow. The Jesus. So will Jesus judge you and Stu will both apparently judge you. Yeah. So look out for that. <laughs> good luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stu so, perhaps a little more harshly. Uh, perhaps, mm, perhaps. Perhaps. We have no idea what Jesus's uh, vibe on hoodies is, though. We, <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah, we, we actually we don't. don't. Know. The word hoodie the, is not actually in the Bible. As far as I know, it's nowhere in Scripture. So there's some translations that do that do include it, but uh, very few. Pig Latin, I think, the Pig Latin version. Uh, so I guess uh, Sarah Silverman was at this tax rally. Oh, good. Um, now, you know Sarah Silverman from um, uh, such uh, things as uh, the, uh, such, uh, such uh, fine entertainment products. Uh, as, uh, well, she's on TV. She, she tweets about Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. We know that. You know her from tweets. Uh, yes. I mean, in reality... What do we she, know her from? Yeah, I mean, what exactly. has she ever been in? The, I, I, so she's a stand-up comedian. She's <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen anything with her in it. She was in the Sarah Silverman show, which aired which I on never watched. Uh, Comedy Central for okay. a couple seasons, maybe. I know right. her uh, from a couple episodes of Mr. Show back in the day. Mid-90s uh, okay, sketch That was a long time ago. Long time ago. Long time but ago. But she became... Uh, she's been in other she shows. She must have been pretty young yeah. then. She was. She was very young uh, back in the day. Um, and then uh, she, she's been in a movie, I think, with um, somebody else obnoxious, hasn't she? Yeah, she was like definitely Pullman, in one. Or who's that blonde girl that's in everything now? Um, oh, yeah, your Pullen, girl. or is that Amy her name? Polar? Polar, yeah, something uh, like that. Saturday yeah, Live yeah, Amy Polar. Yeah. Um, wasn't she in something with her? So, so the, one I, the other one you'll remember her from, I think, is uh, There's Something About Mary. She was had a bit part in that. Uh, but I mean, not a lot, really. I mean, what's her? I'm trying to think of like she. So she she's a mostly voice just in, a comedian. She has right? a voice in Bob's Burgers, which is currently on the air, I guess. Uh, let's see. She was in Pop Star. She was in. Don't know that one. That was the. It was a parody of like a Justin Bieber documentary, basically. Okay. Um, but I think that was again a bit part. Um, she's a million ways to die in the West. She was in, which was um, oh. uh, Seth MacFarlane's uh, kind of bomb. Yeah, I heard uh, that about sucked. westerns. Yeah, it was not good. Uh, I mean, I'm looking back, man. There's not a lot. There's no, not a lot. There's we, not. we know a lot of her comment. We know more of her comments than we should. Is what I would say here. Oh, mm-hmm. she was a voice in Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, she's done so. some voice work. She's done mm. some voice work. I liked. I liked Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, I did too. Uh, f- f- uh, Funny People, <laughs> which was the Adam Sandler thing that did not do uh, particularly well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, a lot of nothing here. Wow, this is really wor- this is worse than I imagined. This yeah, is, she's, this she's, is worse than we I really imagine. shouldn't be listening to her, but somehow we are. And here's what she had to say over the weekend. Perhaps no currency. It's it's also kind of all we have. So show us your taxes, you emotional child. Yeah. Oh, she swore! <laughs> Yay! Oh, like being a superficial bully. Here's one for you. You are a three at best. Oh. Yeah. 
Oh, she said the F word mm. and she insulted him. <laughs> Yay! So like, that's what she's known would for. Would Sarah Silverman release her taxes? No. I mean, no. Obviously, you know she wouldn't. I, now, I know there's no reason necessarily for us to know it other than to pick uh, her life apart. But that's all you're mm-hmm. looking for from Donald yes. Trump, too. Oh, I mean, I, clearly. You know, the idea that you're really looking for something meaningful in there, I think, is, is kind of BS. You wanted, him, you wanted them, and believe me, I would rather have them out uh, from Trump, right, straight out. And I think that he should have done it during the campaign. Um, however... Uh, that's when it was viable, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. I guess it would be nice to know them now because you could say, wait a minute, he just made a decision that helped X, Y, or Z company that he has been you know, an could, interest in. And you could make the case, well, you're probably not being audited yet for this year's tax returns because they haven't even been gone through by the IRS. Yeah, so show them. us what you got. Yeah. Release it. Oh, I mean, that was never real from Trump, though. No, of course The not. idea, oh, well, I'll release them as soon as they're audited. Bull crap, you're never going to release them. And look, you don't have to. I, I wish he would have just come out and said, look, I'm not going to release them because they're my private business, and I realize why they're going to be used. They're going to be used by people just looking to pick them apart and make false claims about what they think they see in there. So screw off. I'm a private citizen. I'm going to keep them private. If he would have said some version of that, it would have been really good. That would have been fine. It honestly would have, and it probably would have mostly put it to rest. And I will say, I am kind of fine with it anyway. I mean, because while I would rather have them out, once you say I'm not going to release them, you should stick by that decision. Romney made a huge mistake, I thought, in that respect. Yeah. Because he said, I'm not going to release them. I'm a private citizen. And then everyone's like, well, we really want them. Okay, here they are. So he loses the PR battle initially. Then he loses it again yeah. when he releases them. And that's and, again, and then he the loses things. just because they're looking for him to lose. Yeah. There was nothing in there nope. uh, that, w- that was uh, out of place at all. It showed that he made a lot of money and he paid a lot of charity. Uh, and, and it also showed that... I think, he's, I think he went back 12 years, if I remember right. So what did they say then? I mean, he, he released 12 years of taxes. Well, your dad released 20. Why can't you do 20 yeah. years? Yeah. Why don't you do the last 20 years? And if he would have released 20, they would have said 40. Mm-hmm. Well, your dad did 20. You can't do better than that? <laughs> you can't win. So um, maybe that's what you say as a candidate or a president who's, you know, I can't win with this tax thing. I'm not I'm not releasing them. So forget it. I'm just not going to. And then leave it at that and then let them protest every weekend if they got nothing better to do. Yeah, it's crazy. Seems to make sense. Um, North Korea uh, tried to uh, launch a missile uh, and it failed almost immediately. And that's uh, according to, I think, not only our military, but really theirs. I mean, it was a pretty acknowledged failure. Um, Launch was attempted uh, 400 miles from Japan, according to U.S. Pacific Command, came hours before Vice President Mike Pence landed in South Korea on a planned visit. Early assessments suggested the projectile was not feared, uh, uh, not the feared uh, intercontinental ballistic missile capable of reaching the continental U.S. Uh, So, again, this this looks like it was the same one they've tried several times and has worked. And this one just didn't work. I mean, it's embarrassing. It's a weird place to stop to here. Jeffy, can I get your commentary on this? Because I look at Kim Jong-un, and I, and I say to myself, like, he's not trying to be thin, right? He's not, mm-hmm. he's not, he's not trying to eat right. He's no. eating whatever he wants. Right. However, he seems to have stopped in an area that's, you know, he's not going for my 600-pound life either. He's staying in that just generally fat area. Why bother, is my question. Why not just go for it? As a ruler, that's a. I mean, I don't know the answer because he could have people carrying him around. I mean, mm-hmm. I know he had. There were some reports of him that having knee and hip problems. Mm-hmm. I love so, how he takes the question seriously. Oh yeah, and and 
he tries to give you a reasonable explanation. Yeah, no, I'm his, really interested. His I'm, particular fatness. I'm seriously interested. <laughs> <Why> is- <laughs> It may be that he's just not trying, and that's where his body metabolism feels comfortable. Because that's about where I stop, too. It's like, (laughs) and then I'm just this, you know? (laughs) That was just, that was not a word. It was just a noise, but I knew exactly what you meant by it. Uh And I feel it Uh right now. Absolutely. And the rest of America knows exactly what he meant by it. (laughs) Because there's a line here, though, however. Pat has to get up and come to work every day and walk Mm -hmm. around work. And and, and also, there's a limitation that his wife will yell at him if he buys fruit snacks from the vending machine. Yes. Uh, So there's limitations built into. To your life, right? Mm, yes. There's limitations built into Jeffy's life in that Jeffy has no money. He does not get a salary from the company. <laughs> he uh, he does not. Uh, uh, really. I'm working on that, by the way. Are you? Trying to, oh, yeah. that's, keep, that's trying to keep good, working good on luck it. with that. Good luck with yeah. that. Keep working. Uh, you know, Kim Jong Un, you're ruling a country in which mm. you can do literally anything, anything you, you want. wanted. Right? Yeah. If you wanted, you could seriously. get a free Nutrisystem if you wanted to. I'll bet. I'll bet he could get a Nutrisystem program for free. Well, but why would he want or a Jenny Craig? He's not. Well, if he wanted to lose weight, yeah, but he's not. It would be so easy. Right. Like he's not trying to lose weight. That's the point. No, he's not. I, he's not I'm trying. Kim Jong Un. Like he could go. System. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? You think they'd, That's they'd a hire good him? Ad. Normally, I'm against capitalism, but I've broken all my rules for this program. It's fantastic. I'm, against, I'm Kim Jong Un, and I've lost 22 pounds on Nutrisystem. <laughs> This is me before. <laughs> Would be a weird spokesman, but I, I can fit into this speedo now. <laughs> uh, but like with him, you, I mean, every place he goes, he's got a twelve-course meal waiting for him if he sure. wants it. Oh yeah, yeah. So there's no limitations whatsoever on what you can do. Uh, you think he'd almost be, you know, he'd be in Houston for a surgery in the six hundred pound life. I'm sure. Anytime. I watched a. Uh, Sad one the other day, man. On James from Paducah, Kentucky, on Six Hundred Pound Life, that was very sad. Why? James, because James didn't make it. He didn't I make mean, it. No, he I died. Mean, he, well, he they sent him away. I mean, the doc, that's the first one I haven't seen actually. Oh, the doc gets so he did not get the surgery. No, because he because uh, he lost weight in the hospital and then they sent him home and then he gained weight. They sent him back to you know they get an apartment in Houston. That they're supposed to live there for a couple of months and lose more weight, yeah, and get, be prepared, you know, get ready for the surgery. And when he came back, you know, two months later, he gained the weight that he lost plus another eighty pounds. Oh man! And uh, it was more to do. I, personally, and they I think said, was, "Go home, just go well, home." Well, they we're kept. Not, I mean, the it. end of the show was uh, James deciding to still stay in Houston, but the doc wasn't going. The doc wasn't going to see him anymore unless uh, unless he had lost significant weight. Wow. And, wow. uh, but you know, I mean, the one part of one of the ending scenes was, uh, I mean, he 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 made me convinced I'm going to lose weight this time. I'm on it. And the, the girlfriend was, you want to lift some weights now? Well, no, not, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I mean, a different scale, but man, it's the same. It's the same yeah. struggle. It is the yeah, same. It I is. know. It, it is, is absolutely the same struggle. Is the girlfriend normal weight? No. Or? no. And, oh, okay. and, and the girlfriend and the daughter are the definite enablers. And are they really huge bad. as well? Are they? No, they're not huge. However, I will say that when they went back the first, when they went back the the last time before the doc kicked him out, before a doc was like, "Look, I can't help you," mm-hmm. uh, they all looked bigger. James, the girlfriend, the daughter, all looked bigger. So that last month or so in the apartment in Houston, they did nothing but eat. Mm. Wow. I mean, they, they all looked bigger. It's interesting because it, uh, you watch that show, 
and you think, first of all, my wife always says the same thing when she watches. She's like, like I don't understand. Like, look at the house they're living in. Like, how do they? They've got no space for for for. And I'm like, well, they can't even move. What, what are they gonna? Earn? How are they earning money? They're just laying on a couch all yeah. the time. There's no there's no revenue coming are in. Are these all welfare people? Is that? I mean, well, yeah, pretty much. I mean, James. James, you're not uh, going to a job every day. James's right. house trailer kind of place that he yeah, lived at in Paducah, Kentucky. Uh, you know, they had him situated in the living room so that when it was nice outside, the front door could be open so that he could see outside. Yeah, because he hadn't moved. That's in nice. quite some time. That's nice. It really <laughs> is a sad. I mean, it's it is sad. Really sad. And it's all like, you know, these little, six, you know, 500, 600 square foot places. Yeah. And oh, like they're man. barely able to move around because some of them can walk. Yeah, they're None still, of them go when to work, though. Most of the ones that are still mm. under 700 pounds are still mobile. You know, they can they mm-hmm. can move. They can, can get up and they can go to the bathroom and they can, you know kind of wash themselves and they can kind of go outside i mean they're not they're not walking around like you and i but they're mobile yeah but when you break that 700 pound mark most uh, most of the ones that are plus seven you're you've you've lost pretty much the mobile will is so, that when you lost the will initially oh man that's I've, that's when you just you know what i'm just gonna lay here and that's what that's how it sneaks up on you, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you do it. I've said it before. They it sneaks up on you. Pretty soon, you do it for a couple of days, and then you still move. And pretty soon, it's pretty soon it's three months. <laughs> how many times have you been in a bed for three months? Like in your life, is how many bouts of that have you <laughs> dealt with? I mean, many obviously, but how? Yes. Many? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm good now, so I don't like to. You don't like don't to like dwell to on the go past. back to sure. Go back to the sure. old days, you know. Yeah. Putting that, trying to put those days behind me. BMW, same time. Hi, uh, welcome. It's Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven Beck. Apparently, things are going really well right now in Venezuela. Really, well. this is the place you want to be. Yeah, this is the place just, you want to be. I actually just bought a condo there. Oh, did in you? In Caracas. Yeah, I had a summer home on the on the beach. Oh, really? Yeah. We should hang yeah, out. Yeah. Maybe. Are you going there on vacation? Definitely. Coming oh, up in a few weeks for sure. For oh, wow. sure, because uh, that's will you be, be there. I, you know, this one I think I, it's not ready. I don't have all. It's not furnished. You might yet. want to bring some food with you. Uh, that's what I'm planning to do is, food? you know, bring a little food because well, I mean, it might be difficult to find there. Uber Eats or something and just have to deliver to the yeah, house. Yeah, no? not so much. Um, okay. Based on what I just saw on the uh, BBC, here, here's a look at uh, some of the things going on in this wonderful country. Caracas, capital of the country with the biggest oil right reserves oh, in the world. Beautiful. And yet a city where people queue all day hoping for bread, nappies or baby milk. We had to film these scenes undercover. Journalists aren't welcome as Venezuela sinks deeper into economic chaos. Jeez. Look at this Filming inside supermarkets is a crime. Look Here's why. Many of them that. are empty. The government is drowning in debt. Imports have dried wow. up. Inflation is over a thousand percent. The people suffering the most are the poor in the city's sprawling slums. I'm in one of the jeeps which specializes in transporting people up and down the mountain. And the principle here in the slum is pretty straightforward. The higher up the hill you live, well, the poorer you are. Hmm. This barrio uh, different used to than, be a stronghold that's of the, the late of Hugo Chavez's socialist revolution. 
Not anymore. People here are desperate, struggling to find food and to stay safe. Well, I mean, this is what happens every freaking it's a time. It's socialist country. Every time. It's a socialist country. No, it's a populist country, and Pat. The socialist policies are mm. failing. They're failing. And uh, they were failing under Chavez. He just kept it under wraps better. He, he kind of held things together because he was a brutal dictator. And he, yeah. he, he could kind of keep things... And also still he, running barely. Morally, more than that, though, he died before it. And I mean, yes, he got as it was getting yes. horrible. That's true. Um, you know, really, I, I, this would have happened whether he was alive or not. Uh, let's that. take a look at the part two of this. Pretty amazing. Caracas has become the world's most dangerous capital city. Shocking. I met a heavily armed kidnap gang. Nervous young men, barely out of childhood. <laughs> Siblings don't have any food, that's what made me do this. Easy way to get money and help my family. Kidnapping people. Wow. As Venezuela's crisis deepens, political tension rises. This, a voter registration drive by the opposition's Justice First Party. Why don't they let us have elections? You they just put obstacles and, and more obstacles and more obstacles. That's why we have to do all this is for. And many people that are here are poor too. And I wasn't poor, but now I'm poor. Mm. There have been weeks of clashes between protesters and police since the socialist government tried to abolish the powers of the opposition-controlled National Assembly. Opposition leaders called it a coup against democracy, and they want President Nicolas Maduro out. And what happens here uh, a little further uh, into this report is that they eventually see him they they find that they're journalists, and the very next day they're deported uh, out of Venezuela. Amazing. Um, it's interesting to watch that report from the BBC from the perspective of, number one, thank God they're actually covering this. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. it is yes. very, it's rare in Western media to really get any picture of this. Mm-hmm. But you have seen this, this sort of idea rise, and I'm going to give you that example of this, in that they are talking about populism as the cause. And uh, now, all of a sudden, socialism is populism because mm. Donald Trump is associated with populism, so it's seen as bad. Um, but, I mean, this has been going on for a long time, long before Donald Trump. And it's important to realize that this is about socalism. It's about socialism ruining people's lives. Government control ruins people's lives. Yeah, don't let anybody tell you that this is Venezuelan populism. It's socialism, pure and simple. It's Marxism and socialism being put into practice, and it never works. It just doesn't work. And they're reaping the benefits of that right now in Venezuela. Triple eight seven two seven Beckmore Patent Stew is inevitable. So some Venezuela uh, travel plans uh, that I could recommend to Jeffy. Uh, maybe on the mm, Wonderful World of Stew yeah. premiere, you might see exactly what might happen to Jeffy if he were to go to Venezuela. I'm not going to tell you exactly, but you'll like it. It's Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven Beck. You know what I hate is crybabies. Oh, oh my gosh, crybabies right before a game. Uh, what? So I can't annoying. abide it. I cannot so abide it. Okay, your sister died. Shut up. Mm-hmm. That seemed to be what uh, Charles Barkley was kind of <laughs> Bizarre, saying man. the other. I mean, this is really weird. 
Isaiah Thomas's sister died the day before this game. What was and, he doing out there? And he's on the on the sidelines. Well, here here's a look at, at what happened. I'm not even sure what to say. I'm not feeling comfortable with him sitting on the sideline crying like that. Uh, that makes me uncomfortable. So that tells <laughs> me uh, he, he's not in, in shape to play. I mean, I don't know how this night is going to turn out. But to mm. be sitting on the sideline a few minutes before the game crying, uh, that makes me uncomfortable for him. Uh, that's, just, that's just not a good look, in my personal opinion. I mean, he is clearly devastated, like we all would be if we lost a sibling. Uh, but sitting on the sideline, like right before the game, that, that makes me uncomfortable. I mean, well, you don't want to make Charles Barkley uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it's I mean, if it makes it. Charles Barkley uncomfortable, uh, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't happen. But should not happen. Jeffy, I think you have something to I say. I kind of, I mean, why is he out there? Why is I, he well, playing? it's interesting because I've seen this headline, and, uh, and really what he, it's not that he's like, oh, come on, don't cry before no, a game. No, he's he's the, saying, don't go to the game if you're yeah. that distra- distraught. You're distraught. I kind of get. I, I mean, know, I do too. I, I think you, you should prioritize, uh, you know, your family, uh, you know. And I'm not, you know, look, I think his and point look, was. It's like, not right before the game. There's nobody in the stands. It's not right before the game. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nobody in the front row seats I mean, yet. And it, look, he did a good... Th- like, to fight through that, you give him a lot of credit. I, I don't think you take anything away. Did he Although, have a good game? I don't... I, I think he did play pretty well. They did lose, though. Um, and they're the number one seed. So that's obviously... Uh, Celtics are the number one seed? Yeah, in the East. In the East? Yeah. Over the Cavaliers? Cavs, uh, they were back and forth all year, and the Cavs wow. were losing it, yeah. I didn't even pay attention to that. That's amazing. Yeah, that is, I mean, wow. the Cavs you know, did not play well. Of course, they still finished the number two scene. That's, uh, but that's surprising yeah. with, you know, I mean, you got LeBron James. Thought he was the best in the world. Tells me that all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But he is. He's, he's sure of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Isaiah Thomas, though, thinks he's the best in the world. And he might be. I mean, he's been amazing, too. I mean, there's, and he, he's not even going to finish... Probably in the top four. And what MVP. is he? Six, six, one. Yeah. Six feet. I, I, it's it's always more impressive to me when the little guys are high scorers like that in the yeah. NBA. I think that's a cool thing. But uh, you know, he gutted it out. He played despite the fact that his sister died. He was there for the team. I mean, I, I don't know. What are you uncomfortable about? You, like, that a man cried? So what? This is just soul-crushing. Did you just see the story? And I, I don't think we have it in the prep today, but I, I was one of those that I couldn't even click on and read the details of. But it was uh, Todd Heap. Do you remember him? He was the oh, yeah. uh, tight end for the well, Arizona, Ravens. Right? Or, yeah, yeah. Arizona as well. Yeah. Uh, apparently. Well, that's where he was living anyway. He might have been playing for someone else. I think he played for Arizona and he played for Baltimore. Um, so he... Uh, yes. Uh, uh, had a situation, I guess, three-year-old son, or three-year-old ki- girl? Was it a, I can't remember. I think it was his daughter. Daughter. I, I, I don't know, it was like a backing over them in the driveway type of situation. Oh, my uh, gosh. And it's like I... That he did? Yeah. Yeah. So she was behind the car, and he didn't know it? I honestly yeah. couldn't even... Yes, yeah, oh, yeah, they, they were Dang it. The investigation was uh, that they were pretty sure he wasn't under you know, any yeah. kind of... Uh, any kind of drug, alcohol, anything like that. It was just an accident. Just a horrific mistake. And it's Good like, heavens. You know, um, and it killed her? Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, geez, that's sad. Uh, you know, that and is that, really like, sad. That type of stuff is like, I, how do you... And it's so weird. I don't know. I, honestly, like, I don't know how I would you I would deal with that with if life. you backed over your daughter. I, I don't know how you would, really. Um, there was kind of a, a weird situation, too, during the BYU's football game with one of their uh, assistant coaches, Reno Mahi. His his daughter got tangled up in the 
in the um, blinds, in the cord of the blinds. Really? That does happen. And strangled her to death. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh, so heart-wrenching. She was only like two or three. And Good so I, I don't know how it you seems, deal with that kind I, of stuff. I remember, and such a freaky, it, weird. Seriously, I remember when, what we were, when we first that, started talking about that, and I went to look at the blinds we have upstairs in the bedroom. I think, how does that happen? I know. I, that, I did the same thing, Jeffy. I was looking at my at the strings on the blinds, and I thought, I, I don't know how you get tangled up I in know. that. I know. I don't either. I, I, but I, it happens, and I, it happen, it's happened before. Yeah, it kills. Uh, it kills. You know, yeah, a decent yeah. amount every year. I remember yeah. it's on like that list of weird ways that you could, you know, jack. and that is so weird. I think the weirdness of that would would bother me so much more than if you know you die like from a disease. Yeah, or right, a, right. Because that is just bizarre that that would happen. Because the odds are a million to a billion to one. It's not though. It's really it's not. not it's not a billion. Right? Yeah, no. Uh, let's see. Hundreds of children have died in blind cords at. Let's see what the uh, hundreds. Hundreds, and that's wow. not hundreds per year. It's hundreds over. Right. Okay, right. over time. a decade. Yeah, let's say that's crazy. I mean, that's nuts. I mean, that is really rough. I, I, and I think you're right. I think that would be kind of. Um, it makes it worse, right? Make it, would make it would make it even worse. But if you're, I mean, imagine. doing that, I mean, if you if we're gonna, you know, go down the road of how do you go on, you know, because you're doing something that happens, and I mean, it's, I don't know, I, I don't have, know, I have literally I know. no idea how I would get I don't through know either. Any day because it's your that. fault, right? No matter no matter what yeah. anyone says, whether somebody yeah, was supposed to be watching your daughter or your son, whether somebody was supposed to be, it's your fault. You did it. Yeah. You know, you were driving the vehicle. I mean, I don't know how you. You always would blame. I mean. Right. You know, even if the kid, you know, ran under right. the wheel, like uh, uh, there'd be no way to stop yourself from blaming yourself. And and that's just I and mean, that's the you that's know, really, where it's really cool to have the cars that stop for you. Yeah. You know, in the case of this something being behind be you, that's why you're not going to be not going to be driving soon. They're going to say, uh, that, you know, how many accidents happen with self driving? How cars? many kids Zero. will it save? I mean, because this you hear about this. I mean, it's not it doesn't happen frequently, but it happens. More than you expect. It happens enough to be able I mean, to use that as an argument. That's yeah, for sure. I've heard I've heard about it several times in my lifetime, and so if the car will stop when you don't see something, but it does, that's pretty great. That's that saves a life. Triple eight seven two seven back eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Also this weekend uh, at the box office, Jeez. Fate of the Furious debuted uh, with an unbelievable international record worldwide. Five hundred and thirty-two and a half million dollars globally. I mean that—that that is nuts for such a garbage movie, too. I mean, come on. I mean that's an incredible number, and, and it's, it beat the international opening by over a hundred million dollars. It's a lot. Uh, it's incredible. China uh, must eat this thing up. One hundred and ninety million in China. One hundred and ninety million. That's more than it did here. It was just over a hundred million here. Hundred million and change. Now they went for the. It, they seemingly went for this record because they released it everywhere in the same day. They don't always do that, um, but they got it easily. I mean, it wasn't yeah. even close. Yeah, I think it was four hundred and seventeen, or no, three. It was uh, five hundred and thirty-two point five million total. Four hundred and thirty-two internationally. Um, Jurassic World did three hundred and sixteen internationally. Jeez. So one hundred and sixteen million more than the previous record holder. That's a lot. Yeah, that is it's considerable. Throughout the Middle East. Nine point three million. Uh, so, yeah, I mean that's impressive. It's impressive. In the UK and Ireland, seventeen million, seventeen point eight million. In Mexico, are are they seeing these? They must be seeing them with subtitles, right? 
So you got to be able to put up with subtitles. I would never go see an international movie with subtitles. Especially an action movie would wouldn't be hard. It. Yeah, I, I wouldn't like, do I would it. Go see, like, I've seen international movies before, but they're usually like, you know, or documentaries. Um, but they're conversational and like, you know, there's nothing. It's not like you have to like watch explosions happen as you're reading, you know, text <laughs> right. below. The only thing, right. they could overdub them as well, though. <laughs> I, they may overdub the movies, which would make it a little bit better, I guess. You know, obviously, we've seen the problems with that coming the other way with the you know the Japanese movies that were overdubbed <laughs> into, into English, and it's not exactly doesn't exactly fit. No, it does not. But um, that's why I you know in my films I just keep the language you know the language of love, and everybody understands that. <laughs> God, I just hate him. I just in every way. Uh, um, Dodge has uh, decided. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to make a car specifically for drag racing, which, by the way, was what the movies started out as. Like, it was this, like, little genre movie of, of, for, for Fast and the Furious. Like, hey, did you know, like, in certain communities, there's a, a bunch of people who have, I don't know, like, cars that are pretty fast, and they're kind of like civics, and they kind of jack race. them up, and then they go kind of fast, and they race next to each other. That's kind of the first movie. Now it's torpedoes on ice. <laughs> I don't know how this so happened. Stupid. Uh, but here is the uh, Dodge. 840 horsepower in this thing. Watch. Oh, that's nice. That's fake. They have to fake that now. Mm. Wow. Wow. I want that. That's fast. It's a Dodge Dart? No. It's a Challenger. <laughs> <coughs> SRT. Challenger SRT. The SRTs are already fast, but... V8 engine. Fastest zero to sixty time. What? Uh, faster than like the Bugatti? Of any, of any car, car ever. ever. Wow. According to Dodge, <laughs> we don't know that for sure, but basically a street legal drag racer. That's hard to believe. Fastest. Uh, it's basically. Yeah, I already said that. It also became the first production car to lift its wheels off the road at start. Oh, oh wow. That's pretty cool. That helped set the record. Uh, in case you need an extra kick of speed, get this with no passenger seat. Remains unclear if it can sell as fast as so it it's drives. It's actually available? Like, this isn't yeah. just like a little... He said it's street legal, so they must be selling it. I mean, 0.60 in 2.3 seconds. That is freaking fast. Yeah, that's faster than the Bugatti. Uh, 100 miles an hour in 5.1, and the quarter mile 9.65 at 140 miles an hour be offered for just the 2018 wow. moder- uh, model year, and in limited quality, uh, quantities, 3,000 will be sold in the U.S., 300 in Canada. What's that thing running us, Jeffy? Mm-hmm. Can, you get, can you get that number for us? I'm going to have to pick one of those up. Are you? You going to pick one out? Uh, I think so. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what's a thirty? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a Dodge, thirty thousand, thirty-five. Maybe? Probably not for this one. I will say though, the uh, with cashback incentives, you could probably get that thing for twenty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Godzilla, which is the uh, the uh, it's a Nissan three fifty Z that's really jacked up. Kind of like this is a normal. Obviously, the Challenger is a normal car you could see all the time. I've always loved the Z series. Yeah, that's been cool from the beginning. So their their one, uh, the uh, GTR, it's called the Nissan GTR, mm. uh, and it's uh, it is ridiculous. They call it Godzilla. It's it's like eighty thousand, and it's you know zero to sixty in three point eight 
something like that. Um, but you Wow, know, this we, is way faster. Way than fa- I mean, but, I mean, this is faster than Lamborghinis and yeah. everything. I mean, if they were really yeah, pulling that Bugattis. number up. Now, you never know with, a, with an internal estimate, right? You never right. know. But, I mean, the new Bugatti is supposed to be in that general area, too. It was like 2.4. We just did that story a, while, a few months, weeks ago, and it was 2.4 or 2.5, if I remember right. Seems like I mean, if you can't get to or 60 wasn't there miles one that was 2.1? I thought so too. Because I mean, the Tesla too is uh, is in the in the the, the new Tesla's ludicrous in the, speed uh, yeah, yeah. mode might be able to get challenge those numbers as well. All right, triple eight seven two seven Beck. More Pat and Stu coming up. Jeffy time. Jeffy, Jeffy time. No one wants Jeffy. Coming up. People keep saying they don't want it. Stop no, doing it. And then we keep airing it. It's like, why? We never I remember to have this discussion I know. after the show. And it's always. Some stories oh. that Jeffy found oh, and goodness. felt like sharing with us, so we don't have to talk, talk anymore. <laughs> Quickly on the radio show, we uh, talked a little bit about uh, Politico or Politifact coming up with uh, the Donald Trump golf watch yes. and uh, how mm. agonizing that was. Because where were they with uh, Barack? Yeah, uh, and it's fourteen, right? So far, fourteen nothing. Uh, yeah. So yesterday or this weekend, uh, Melania, uh, they're down in Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, she visits a, a Florida home safe group. Four girls, mm-hmm. and she ends up, you know, tweeting. Obviously, had a wonderful time visiting Home Safe Florida. Young ladies I spoke with hold so much promise for the future. Uh-huh. Nice. Nice. And easy. nice with a nice picture. Yeah, and uh, now, uh, now we're giving her a hard time because she was wearing her eleven hundred dollars shoes. What kind are they? Yeah, it was uh, a shoe website that uh, reported this. Uh, yeah, shoe news website, Footwear News. And what what are what are the shoes that she was wearing? Uh, doesn't say. I mean, they're reporting on that when she's wearing $1,100 shoes. When Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are on a 454-foot super yacht with David Geffen and Tom Hanks and Bruce Springsteen. Oprah Winfrey. Oprah Winfrey. And they're on a $300 million yacht for the weekend. Are you kidding me? And then you're going to bitch about income inequality and all of that nonsense. I know. Well, just, that's, not, that's not even a game that the Trumps play. It's unbelievable. No, yeah. So if you're going to hit somebody on hypocrisy and, and the lifestyle they're living, go with the Obamas, not the Trumps. And by the way, just as a side there's note. Not, when a guy has $10 billion, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with him buying his wife $1,100 and, shoes. And he may not even yeah. be buying her that. She's got her own businesses right. she's running. She's paying with her own money probably. Right. I'm not buying you those shoes. I mean, not that he would oh, say that. Billionaires, of course, they've got eleven hundred dollars shoes. Why is right. that even a story? What kind of moronic billionaire doesn't buy his wife eleven hundred dollars shoes? I don't know. It's actually stupid. I mean, <laughs> it is. Of course, she gets eleven hundred dollars. If his if his numbers are real, yes, eleven hundred dollars to him is like me paying two dollars for a pair of shoes. It's nothing to him. Yeah, I mean, it's meaningless to him. If he, he's got what? Uh, let's say he. Let's say he does. He well, has see, a, I has ten billion. Ten billion. Because that's what he says. Yeah, he has. that's what he says he has. So if you do uh, eleven hundred, and by ten mm-hmm. billion, calculator mm-hmm. talk here. Yeah, a thousand million billion. A thousand million billion. I don't know. I probably. Oh no. It's like, got 30 seconds it's like two bucks. Okay, we'll, like we'll, do, the, we'll do the we'll math do during the it's break. It's like two bucks. And I will it's say, like Pat, two just, freaking dollars. Yeah, it's like two bucks. And I will say that uh, I know, uh, I realized that uh, you were trying to make Barack and Michelle seem 
mm-hmm. better people mm-hmm. than than uh, what did you say? Four hundred and fifty foot? Yeah, four hundred and fifty-four foot. It's four hundred and fifty-four. Yeah, I just want to be sure we clarify that it's four fifty-four because I don't want to. I, mean, I don't want to rip David Geffen off. That's or like anything, a freaking ocean liner. It looks like. The, Are you kidding me? The picture, whether it's the one that's David Geffen's or not, it looks like an ocean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's and good for him. Four hundred and fifty-four feet for is gigantic. It's monstrous. That that's monstrous. that's an ungodly yacht. Good golly! All right, more Pat and Stu is um, coming up. Living like kings. Pat and Stu. It's a lot and, of good uh, stuff. Jeffy. Jeffy. Triple uh, seven two seven back. A lot of good stuff today. Yeah. Uh, Pat. Uh, yeah. Marissa actually decided to show up and do her job today, which is nice. That is nice. Uh, that is nice. And, uh, she, I'm sure she appreciates yeah. that. Well, she had, a, she had yeah. an extra day off last week. Well, uh, I mean, she's an extra gonna... day off, plus she had the weekend. I mean, yeah, hopefully yeah. you get something done mm-hmm. in the three or four days. Yeah, no, it's like she actually like put some time into this today. Mm-hmm. You know, which is nice. That um, is nice. By the way, we're doing some, uh, we're doing a stew on the calculator. Uh, which, uh, before the break, which is kind of interesting. Because I said that it would be, you know, Donald Trump spending $1,100 on shoes for his wife would be like me spending uh, $2. $2. $2. Yeah. And um, that was ridiculous. So I was kind of, I was trying to fit that in right before the break. And, and then I realized, well, it's, it's not, it, you wouldn't do salary, you'd do net worth. And I wasn't sure mm. what the end is. So I decided just to pick a random number of a really good net worth, a million dollars. So, so you got a house, you've got some savings. Yeah. So a million. And, I mean, yeah. Okay. A million dollars um, would be uh, the same as spending eleven cents, not two dollars, <laughs> but eleven cents. On eleven the shoes. cents. Um, which I feel like someone with a million dollar net worth might you, do that. You could do that. Yeah. Now, you could spend eleven cents. In addition to that, the average or the median net worth in the United States is about eighty thousand dollars. Okay. So if you make million, eighty thousand, what would those shoes be worth? One cent. One cent. One. Cent. Wow. Now you are spending 30, 40, wow. 50 dollars. You're spending 5,000 times the amount of money on shoes than Donald Trump is for Melania when you look at it that way. Um, kind of a different, when you look at it that way, you're like, why am I spending so much on shoes? Uh, you know, it's really the average person who's really stupid when it comes to shoes. It's just ridiculous. Um, but there you go. So uh, that's, that's a little. Update. The media gets all excited about nothing. Over and over and over again. Especially the shoe media. Uh, yeah. You know, footwear news is not... Oh, man. I'm very disappointed in them. I thought they were the one upstanding shoe news website. I know. Right? You know, how many times but have we said that? Footwear news footwear is the news one is source you can depend on when it comes to shoe news. Not any longer. Not no, no, any longer. They seem to be a partisan shoe source. They've let us down. What? I know. Never. What's up is down and what's down is up. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that somewhere before, but I don't know right, where. I don't remember where. Um, um, Last Jedi trailer is out now. I'm really excited about this. Yeah, uh, this, this is a, kind of the teaser, not mm-hmm. trailer, but it is mm-hmm. a two minutes. So usually, like the teaser trailer, sometimes it'll be like thirty seconds. Yeah, this is a, you get a two minutes. You're gonna get a little look at this thing here. Are you excited for this one still, Pat? Very. You yeah. haven't lost excitement you for seen the Star it? Wars franchise. Have you seen you? this yet? I have seen the trailer. Mm-hmm. Do you uh, think that it's worthwhile? Are you ready for it? Are you all ready to go for December? I'm ready to go. I will be there. I will be there mm-hmm. uh, probably opening night. 
as I see pretty much every Star Wars movie on opening night. And I, and I honestly, I don't consider myself to even be. Like, I'm a ridiculous Rocky fan. Like, I love the Rocky movies. Like, that's I, always your reference point. Right. Like, that's, it's essential to my the life. The documentary um, uh, Rocky, uh, Rocky 4. Rocky 4, uh, which, of course, was when <laughs> the Cold War ended. Um, historians know that. Thank you. Um, uh, mm. But, I mean, all those movies I've seen so many mm. times. It's, I mean, I can go through Rocky 3 and pretty much recite it from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um, where, you know, Star Wars, like, I like. But, like, when people bring up, you know little tiny references about, like, what happened. I don't know it well enough. I'm not a super geek when it comes to Star Wars. To the point of, like, I'll see Star Wars, a Star Wars movie, you know, once. Now, I saw the original ones a bunch of times when I was a kid, obviously, and you watch them throughout your life. You know those movies pretty well. But, like, I can't quote extensively from them, mm-hmm. you know. It's just not, you know, but I will go probably opening night. It's such an event, you know, to go see a Star Wars movie uh, opening night. Um, so here we go. This is the uh, trailer for the eighth movie in the actual kind of original storyline uh, called The Last Jedi. For the Jedi to end. Oh, no. no. <laughs> what? Mm. Uh, I don't know in what context he's saying that. No. Is he turned dark? Is what, what? Is he just depressed? Uh, what? What does he mean by that? Maybe he's just tired. Maybe he's just tired. <laughs> um, I he s- might be just tired. You don't get a ton out of that trailer. You don't. Much in addition to. Sounds like he's going to be training her, though, right? Yeah. Ma- That's yeah, what the impression does, I get. You get that. Also, you get that it's not like. Uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, in which it happens in a totally different country, and there's no relation. There's like only one character that's in both movies. It's not that. Like no. they're not going to just all of a sudden it's going to be all different people in another galaxy. Yeah, you're going to get the. It is going to be somewhat core to the story. That's about which, all you get from that. Yeah, which is great. I mean, is that, do we want much more than that? We just want our our the characters totally. we know. Yeah, uh, and and love. 
And uh, you want to see him in action again. Yeah, I'll give you an example of this. I was uh, The Better Call Saul premiere was last week, uh, happened mm-hmm. on Monday, um, the series which was the prequel to Breaking Bad. And, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, it ends, and I'm like, oh, another great episode of that show. And I started thinking mm-hmm. about it. There wasn't an awful lot that happened in the episode. I'm just happy to see these people again. Yeah. Like, I just, yeah. I just happy to, I just like them, and I want to know what's going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm checking their Facebook page. Yeah, they didn't really do anything last weekend, but that's okay, because <laughs> I just want to know. Yeah. And I, and I feel like I know them. And see, Jeffy's completely the opposite with, uh, like, uh, The Walking Dead. Right, because y- you want somebody murdered every single week, <laughs> or you're not happy. You're you're not happy just to check in with your friends, are you? Well, yeah, we can check in with my friends, but there's some people that need to be eliminated. It, yeah, uh, and I mean, you they're, want they're, that to happen. You want a main character killed every week, or it's a bad episode. No, I do not want main characters killed, but I want characters that are meaningless to the main plot line. And those are to be characters. You want their a lot faces eaten every week, and you want to see it, <laughs> don't you? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. He, I mean, he does like food. He does. Yes, <laughs> he does. There's no question of that. Yeah, they they stretch it too much, and then they try to milk some characters and ram some characters down my throat. Kill them. Get it over with. Done. Were you happy to see Glenn go? Done. Yes. It was time. Really? For him. It was time for him to go. I don't think well, so. Well, you at have all. been saying that for a long time before Walking Dead even started. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's a different glad. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's true, glad. but it's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so ever since the title was announced, um, you know, The Last Jedi, fans are going crazy over there. What does that mean? What do you mean, The Last Jedi? Who's The Last Jedi? Is that Luke? Is that Ray? Who's The Last Jedi? What about the, mo- the next movie? What about. What, how are you going to have The Last Jedi? But is Jedi singular or plural? Does it refer to, as many fans think, Luke or Rey? Does it refer to Luke working with Rey? Or maybe it's someone else altogether. Last Jedi director, Ryan Johnson. Now, didn't who did we, who did we decide this guy was? He did... Um, like, he's done nothing, right? He did the looper. He's, he did looper. he's essentially done right. nothing. Nothing. Looper? What? How do you go from looper to Star Wars The know. Last Jedi? Looper was great. It was not great. It was terrible. Looper was great. No, was Looper was not great. It was not great. And it was an okay movie, maybe, uh, but it but wasn't a blockbuster. Don't you no. want a guy who's got a huge track record? Like, I don't know, J.J. Abrams, yes. right? Like, yes. you know, that's... Like J.J. Abrams. What, why is he not doing this? I thought it was turned over to him. I think he's still, like, executive producer. So he's still connected to the project. He's just not directing it. You know who would be good for this? I think it's Spielberg. What the hell is he doing now? Nothing. Right? Nothing. He's Nothing. A, he's a, Floating he's a, around the... <clears throat> Yeah. Floating around the planet on his yacht. That's what he's doing. With David yeah. Geffen. That's what he's doing. Doing nothing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, they say Pissed it's... Me off. I want a yacht like that so bad now. Oh, my gosh. That'd be nice. Uh, be, you, that, can you imagine? The $300 million that, is just the start. Would that hold? No, it would Jeffy? sink. If, would, if Jeffy okay. got on it, he would fall through all five levels, <laughs> some, and it would sink. Someone told me ship. once that, that something like the Titanic size could actually keep Jeffy afloat. No. But I don't that's think that's true. That's not true. That is untrue. I no. like, I'll be honest with you. It would be like an infinity pool with the ocean. <laughs> Flat off the side of the deck. <laughs> uh, that's a 
really funny visual. It is. Someone, needs to, someone needs to Photoshop that. We need like the Titanic <laughs> down to like an infinity pool level. There's like flat with the surface of the ocean. Jeffy he, like celebrating the fact he hasn't. You know somebody's taking see. that on right now. <laughs> I hope so. Right now. Oh, really me, me too. Yeah, 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 I really want to see it because I don't like you and people don't like you. So I'd like to see it happen. <laughs> but the three hundred million dollar purchase price is just the beginning to maintain those. Oh, you know, geez. you need a crew, you need uh, gas, you need maintenance stuff. It's probably ten million dollars a year just to maintain. Anyway, uh, the last Jedi director says it's so funny when people started asking about that. I had never even pondered that question. Yeah, you might, he's obviously not even a fan if he's no, never no. pondered the question. Jedi is singular. In my mind, it is. And if that's not clear enough, Johnson went even further. As to whether Luke is the last Jedi, they say in Force Awakens, he's going to find the last Jedi temple, and Luke is the last Jedi. Okay, so Luke's the last Jedi. What about but, this Ray chick? I don't believe that. <clears throat> By the way, if you spent $300 million on a yacht mm-hmm. and you had a $10 billion net worth, that would be like spending $0.03 cents on a yacht. No way. No right? way. $300 million. You, I, That can't be, can it? Three hundred million. Yes. Divided by ten. Three hundred million. Billion. What? Three cents. <laughs> right? Am I doing that wrong? It's hard when I don't have it on my Excel sheet. I'm just looking at. I'm doing it in the calculator. But, so that's. So I've essentially, got, it's three percent of your of your of your net worth, right? Not three cents, but three percent of your net worth. Right. 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 Yeah. Okay. So it's three percent of your net worth. Um. Which is significant if you're spending that on one item. Yeah. You yeah, know. sure. I mean, if you had a million... But be, what is your house? Again, again How much if you had a million, dollar, a million dollar net worth, <clears throat> right? Yeah. And you spent 3% of it. Right. Times 0.03. You'd have... That would be $3,000. If you have a million dollar net so worth, that's would you spend 3000 okay. bucks on a boat? It's like a person with... Yes. Yes. That's not that right? much. It's not that much. What you're right. You're right. David Geffen made a good purchase. This is a this is a smart purchase. <laughs> but Geffen, and you're an idiot if you don't do it. Geffen's, Geffen's was four fifty four, right? So oh, four hundred fifty four million. No, four hundred fifty four feet, feet oh, right? Okay. So because Paul Allen, the Microsoft co-founder, uh-huh. there's a story here on his, which is four hundred fourteen feet. Well, yeah, but oh, so it's even smaller than it, Geffen's. It, but the picture of it's got two okay. helicopters on it, so it's still pretty good size. <laughs> yes, but it yes. costs him three hundred eighty four thousand a week to operate. A week, three hundred. Okay, times fifty-two. Four thousand <laughs> times fifty-two. Times fifty-two. Now that's just for maintain maintenance. It costs an estimated three hundred and eighty-four thousand a week wow. to operate. To I operate. bet it's twenty million a year. Oh, good. I mean, that's, that's golly. That's, that's got double six, what I thought. Sixty permanent employees. I mean, <sighs> you know, I, I and this is. Kind I don't of, want sixty people on my yacht with me. No, God, no. I don't want I anybody want on my. Uh, maybe, maybe the a captain. captain. Yep, captain. You know, and somebody it. to wait on me while I'm eating, mm-hmm. and that, and then I don't want to see you. I don't want to see you at all. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, by the way, I can only fit one comfortably one helicopter on my boat. Only one. Oh, and now I can, if I want to squeeze them on there, I could do it, but. You know, it's just, and it's not because of space, obviously, it's just the way the decks are laid it out, looks, but still. Okay. It's, it looks I mean, like the still, front helicopter is, one, is, a, is a little one where just he and the wife zoom off. Oh, mm-hmm. nice. And the back one looks like he can fit a, a crowd in Does it. Does he actually have two helicopters on the boat? Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Good for them, by the way. I mean, that's right, cool. Good for them. You make your money, Seriously, you spend it the Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. And, I mean, if you're talking absolutely. Paul Allen, he's worth $20, $25 billion. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Plus, yeah. this is probably not his only one, right? These guys all. I mean, that was. He's the, a lot richer than Trump is. And this was a big. That was a big story uh, two or three years ago, where they were all. You know, the the super yacht wars. Where uh-huh. that's why Geffen's is four fifty four because Allen bought his a couple years ago as four fourteen. And his like, had oh, to be four fifty four. And it shows what the hypocrisy of these people too, who are screaming about income inequality and all that kind of crap, and then they're buying. 454-foot yachts just to beat the last right. guy who bought a 414-foot He was yacht. trying to solve the income inequality. He was unequal to the, <laughs> to the last guy, so you buy a bigger boat. you got to love it, though. Um, uh, this uh, weekend on Saturday Night Live, anyone watch it? No, no. I never watched it. I watched a little bit of it. Uh, I haven't watched Saturday Night Live probably since uh, Eddie Murphy was on it. Wow, that's a long time. long time. Holy crap! What's long that? Time. Uh, mid eighties. Yeah, mid eighties. Um, so Early I, I, I'll, I'll, you know, I get back on uh, Saturday night. You know, if we went out to dinner or something, come back before bed. I'll flip it on sometimes you do? just to see. You mm-hmm. know, I don't know. Sometimes there's some funny stuff on there, and the, yeah. the episode there's some funny stuff. The Sean Spicer thing. Is, is an interesting part because it's Megan McCarthy again, or is it, uh, Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy, who uh, who is a big. Uh, she's funny though. Yeah, she's a you know big star, twenty million dollar mm-hmm. a year type of star. Um, and she uh, went and did this uh, Sean Spicer thing one time. I think as a one-off. And now it's like oh, now she, is she a She's regular? Like, there, like every week. So, I mean, she <laughs> shows up all the time. This How week. are they getting these people to do this? They really hate Trump. Yep, I they're doing it. That's all. The that's they all really it is. Trump. Um, they could get anybody to come on and do a political sketch during the eight years of Obama. Would you? Would you have done that during Obama? Would you go to New York all the time? Come out of your go out of your way across the country. To do this one-off thing and then do it every single week? I mean, if they pay you no enough way. money, right? I mean, uh, maybe, maybe. But for yeah. her, you know, she's such a big star. Have I mean, to be Alec, a lot like of Alec money. Baldwin's a good example. Alec Baldwin is mm. a big star. Yeah, he's not making twenty However, million a movie like not making Melissa. twenty million dollars a movie. He's not at the peak of his career. Uh-huh. Like he did Boss Baby, I guess, which was a, a voice <laughs> situation that did pretty well. Uh, but uh, but I mean, he's you know, been he's, in some big movies, but he's, he's not in right. the peak of his career. Right. Melissa McCarthy is right. Like yeah, she's yeah. Le- legitimately uh-huh. uh, the biggest uh-huh. female star in Hollywood probably uh-huh. right now, at least certainly probably. in comedy. Um, so she's making whatever she wants, and she's still doing this. It's bizarre because they're not even the main sketches, other than Emma Watson uh, that everybody's crazy about with the Beauty and the Beast thing. She's probably yeah. I mean, I would say at least in star. comedy. I mean, in comedy you know, for sure. For yeah. sure. Uh, here is a part of the sketch from this past weekend, and, and and I guess well, there's a little context to why she's dressed this way. Watch. Happy Easter! <laughs> All right, get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! Get out of here! All right, shut up! <laughs> shut up! Don't push me! I'm sweating my Easter eggs off in this thing. And everybody, shut up! So I can apologize. Yes, y'all got your wish this week, didn't you? Huh? Spicy finally made a mistake. As we all know President Trump recently bombed Syria while eating the most beautiful piece of chocolate cake America has ever laid eyes on. Okay? People love that look on that cake. Now, in defending the president's decision, I said that unlike Syrian leader... Um, the the uh, the leader of son of what is what is his stupid name? I got a uh, bazooka Felicia Ahmad Rashad. Police <laughs> <laughs> Hitler never used chemical weapons, and everybody freaked. Okay, they were all like boo hoo, boo hoo. What about the Holocaust centers? And yeah, I know they're not really called Holocaust centers. Duh, I know that. I'm aware. 
clearly meant to say concentration clubs. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, it, was, it is I mean, it's funny. It's pretty funny. There's something about the intense anger that yeah. she yeah. provides in those that yeah. makes me laugh. It, well, um, it... It kind of captures the character, doesn't it? Yes, I mean, it it's does. not a, an exact yes, it impersonation. No. It's more of a. It's yeah, more and of it's a the same character with, with assassination. Ale- yes, yes, <laughs> similar to Alec Baldwin's Trump. By yes. the way, uh, the same right. thing. Like he's not really impersonating him; he's just being a jerk, <laughs> yeah. which is perfect. Maybe that might it not is, be acting for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very much in the Alec Baldwin realm. Um, but I guess the reason he's dressed as a uh, bunny is, I guess Spicer was the bunny for an Easter egg role. In the past, this not this this time, but uh, in the Bush that's administration, funny. do we have the actual picture of this? Uh, at least that's uh, there. He is. You have got to be kidding me! Wow. Apparently, he uh, was the that bunny. Is, that's weird. Back in the day, and who's the guy on the left? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. He made uh, the uh, Actually, it's uh, he was the U.S. trade representative at the time. Okay, um, and under Bush, and uh, so there you go. Hmm. All right. Uh, kind of interesting. Uh, Kelly Osborne, by the way, uh, has come out and said that uh, she is uh, very disappointed that she wasn't gay. Is, is well, that- her first book has come out, Stu. Mm-hmm. There is no effing secret. Letters from a badass bitch. Yeah, that's the name of the book, uh, <laughs> and it doesn't say effing; it, it says the word. Right, because she's tough, um, yeah. and outspoken, and wow, mm-hmm. look, look at her. Um, she uh, said, "I was disappointed that I wasn't gay," and it was a sentiment that uh, all men also. <laughs> Agreed with. They were also <laughs> disappointed. They were? So, uh, yeah. Very, yes. very upset. Just uh, another one we don't have to take care of. Right. Uh, more patents, too, coming up in a second. <laughs> Hi. Pat and Stu. And, uh, uh, Jeffy, still here. Still, we yeah. don't we don't know what to do. Again, until they invent the crane that can that can lug him out of here, mm-hmm. we're stuck. Am I right? Yep. Now, so. Jeffy uh, is obviously not um, a you know, worthwhile participant uh, mm-hmm. on the show, but right. he does have a side business uh, in which he is an Alex Jones impersonator, um, <laughs> and, and only the visual. I need to probably start can you do the look it. again uh, to show us? We have the uh, yeah. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's like that. <laughs> that type of thing. I don't know if we have that picture lying around somewhere. Yeah, I don't but, think we do, but... Uh, you look pretty... I, I will say you're in better shape than Alex Jones. That is absolutely confirmed. Well, I That's mean, confirmed. I've been doing those supplements for... They're working better for you than they are for him. Yeah, I, I will say he uh, should really fire everyone who works for a supplement company because they do not work for him at now, all. Now, I didn't realize uh, poor Alex and his wife uh, were having problems. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I mean, I, who wouldn't want to live with Alex right? Jones? Right? Can you imagine I mean, that? Can you imagine the things you get to hear about every night? They're putting stuff in the water. It's turning the frogs gay. Like, um, hey, can Dad, you um, just pass me the salt, please? <laughs> I, I don't want to hear about that. So there's a, apparently they, they got divorced in 2015, yeah. um, which is sad. Two years ago. You hate to see that happen. For you even hate it. Even when people are awful. Yes. Um, so uh, they did split up, and they have three kids, 14, 9, and 12. Uh, and so, mm. and when kids are involved, that's always tough. Yeah, he apparently has custody of the children now. He, of course, that he, is so weird. That is weird, um, he, because usually it does go to the the wife. Yeah, you have to wonder what's wrong with her. I don't know. Right? Well, I guess that's a question. And right? He I, is a nutball. Maybe and he got custody of the kids. Maybe she'll come on and talk to us. Um, but uh, it would be interesting to see that because I that think that would be great. Uh, 
I would be, usually it goes to the, to the wife. However, he also is probably the breadwinner of the family, you know, so maybe. Sure. Um, that was part of the consideration. Anyway, uh, he uh, in in the well, so she's she's winning plenty of bread too. He's paying her forty grand a month. Yeah, forty three thousand a month she gets, which yeah, is a lot. I mean, it, it's okay for one person to live on, but Alex would have to pay her more if she had the kids. I mean, forty grand a month you can't you can't provide. <laughs> that might have been for, the argument too. You can't provide for one person and three. Well, there's children. that thing that don't you have to support them in the manner to which they've become accustomed. It, it certainly that a, it seems to be that the case. Thing? Yeah, yeah, so. I don't know if that's a rule in Texas, which is obviously where the divorce took place. Um, every record in the Jones case has been sealed since uh, t- the divorce started in oh, 2013. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. In January, Start- the court denied wow. yeah, two years. I guess it's a long process. Wow. Uh, uh, Jeffy, you'd be able to comment on uh, divorce on the, proceedings? On the, on the, well, how does that go for <laughs> divorce proceedings? Suck. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's be clear about God, that. Is it possible? Mm-hmm. Didn't it leave you, like, penniless and homeless or something for a while? No, I think it started. It actually did. This is a true thing. He became homeless for a time after the divorce. Is that not right? Well, I mean, I stayed at someone else's home. I yes, did your not parents' have home. home. Your parents, yeah. who were gone at the time or something, they were on a Look cruise. Look at that guy who listens to my stories. Good That's God. correct. I've, I've known this guy for twenty years, and I've never heard. You the don't story. know the story? Well, he's yeah, probably told a, it to me a lot a great, of times. That's a great exactly story. Exactly my point. Look at that guy. I accidentally listening. paid attention to him once and found out something interesting. <laughs> that is absolutely the. So wait, so you you got divorced and you moved yeah. into mommy well, and daddy's first, house? Well, sorry. When we split. The mm-hmm. divorce wasn't final yet. That, you still have to go through the fine days right, of right. divorce. But yes. Yeah, when the split time came, I uh, you, you had know, nowhere else I to was, go. I was asked to <laughs> vacate, get out. <laughs> we ask you to get out all the time. It never works. I know. I should have done it back then too. He was asked to get out, and he had nowhere else to go. Just like mail from an Just officer like... and a gentleman. <laughs> and so you wound That's up. Correct. At, I mean, like you couldn't afford a, an apartment or a uh, like an extended stay place or any of that. Well, I mean, it's possible that I probably. I mean, if it was, if I had to, I would have. But since my folks were on a trip, why wouldn't I? Why would and I how waste long the were money? for? How long were they gone? Two or three months. <laughs> so you stayed in their house for two two or three months yeah, while they were gone. Damn right. Now, was that with or without their permission? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Is that great? I mean, that's a, that's a little insight into Jeffy that we didn't know mm. much about. I mean, they, they were, you know, they were okay with it once I told them. <laughs> Which was when? After you vacated the premises? Uh, that's when I'd be okay with it. Just so you're gone and I don't have your stench yeah, around when much, I get back. That's pretty much, that's pretty pretty much, much dad's it. like. Yeah, okay. uh, <laughs> yeah. That's not a problem, but uh, listen, we'll be back on the 15th. <laughs> Bye-bye. Wow. <laughs> Impressive. So, uh, and to be honest, uh, I, that's the only time in my life. And that's that I moved, very, that I moved very, back into my parent with my parents. Okay, very but how old were you at the time? Like eighty three? I mean, it was <laughs> deep into his, you know, elderly senior <laughs> citizen yeah. years. They're quite common, honestly, though, after divorce, right? I mean, that is yeah. a you know, even you know, yes, it's, it's happened a lot, right? It's, I mean, it's happened. Believe um, me, so, believe me, <laughs> it's happened. What? Yes, believe me, it, I. It's happened. Why would, why would I may have heard about people? <laughs> Whose children have perhaps, you know, become detached from a spouse and wound up at their parents' place oh, for huh. nine weird. months or so. Not when they're home. I've How heard are you tell. So specific? Not when they're home. See, my point was is that I did it for a couple of months while they were gone. 
Right. You know, while my parents were gone because I didn't oh, want to. They're not right. going to move back in when the parents are home. Well, sometimes it does happen, yeah, where they move back when really? the parents are home. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. For a couple I, weeks or? A couple weeks or nine months-ish. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to the Alex Jones thing. Um, yes. So, the, the, basically, the wife said, I want custody and has been fighting the custody battle this entire time and has burned through oh, apparently ever since 2013 over, yeah and has apparently burned through over three million dollars to try to get custody back um and wow uh, she, she really wants custody yeah i know and, and i mean jeffy i mean how many kids do you have in like the, the dominican republic that you won't even go visit uh, they actually I want not burning through cash for custody of children i'll tell you that <laughs> forty three thousand dollars a month is the payment though where for, uh, let me ask you this sense. where does she get three and a half million dollars from for, him for, from him, yeah. I, mean, she's, she's, I mean, he's been doing this for a he's while. Ar- right? She's already milking him for forty grand a month, right? But forty three thousand a month, you know, that's I mean, that's not adding up to three and a half million. No, to it your is lawyers. not. Because you got living no, well, that expenses. That was the settlement. I think it was she got a three three point five million dollars in the divorce. Oh, and then wow. gets the forty three thousand dollars a month. That's a good gig. I mean, how much money? I'm going to ask the question. Glenn asked, yeah. How much money does this guy have? Amazing. You can bilk people out of a lot when you're saying things that are apparently completely false. Do you know Who knew? that steel doesn't melt? Do you know that? I do know steel that. Steel doesn't yes. melt. Yes. How did Tower 7 come down? And I have this new pill. Uh-huh. It's a little big. Right. It's uh, right here. And it's, it's going to make you be more vital as a man. I- <laughs> it's, a, it's a male vitality pill. And Stu, I have hard... Um, Evidence, yeah, right here. Buy this, yeah, right. The Gulf of Tonkin <laughs> yeah. was a false flag, and that means buy. What he's saying there false is flag. buy this because it'll cure the buy Gulf that. of Tonkin false flagness, flag, flagginess, flag, flagginess. Mm-hmm. Um, so buy, buy, buy that pill. Um, so anyway, uh, by the way, I just ate a bunch of jalapenos last night, and I had a big steak. <laughs> Steak this and jalapenos. already better than his show. <laughs> uh, the so steak and jalapeno show. Um, so quickly, though, uh, before we go to break That's here. incredible. Wow. Uh, the big issue today is that, to, so her claim is, hey, this guy's obviously insane. He, and he's, he's around my children. Like, I yeah. need to get custody because the guy's obviously insane. Look at him. Here's 25,000 examples. And their answer is, you can't, you can't say that he's insane because of what he does on television, because that's just a character. It's like saying that's Jack Nicholson uh, you know, is uh, crazy because of uh, his, his role as Batman, or Joker, the Joker the in Joker, Batman. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and they're saying he's a performance artist. Now, the important Amazing. part of this is it's not her lawyer saying he's a performance artist. It's, it's his lawyer defending him by saying he's faking the whole Alex Jones Infowars thing, which... Would not surprise me at all. I mean, I do kind of believe that he believes it, but he's so over the top, especially lately, that I'm starting to wonder. Um, his performance art is dropping off. And, of course, I will prove that he is a performance artist on uh, the second episode of The Wonderful World of Stew a week from Friday. And we have a little clip to prove it right here. Uh, so here's some of his performance art right now. <laughs> this is pretty good. Dude, America first! America first! Get that through your head! Dude, America first! America first! You heard that before? What? America first! America first! What the hell, man? Dude, America first! America first! To all of you, let me explain one damn thing. America, America, America. Dude, you understand? America, America, America. My point is, America's first. America, America, America. What the hell, man? No, 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 this is it. 
scary. You heard that before? What? America first! America first! Get that, get that through your head! America first! America first! I mean, this is really well done. Really well done. It's true, and I was like, well, would you want your kids around that person? No. I mean, even... I don't care if it is performance art. I don't want my kids around. Yeah, I, I don't care. More right, Pat and Stewie coming up in a sec. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, America first. And buy this pill. Dude. This pill is uh, going to help Dude. your vitality. America first. Um, it's not, it looks like it's made out of paper. But it's actually natural ingredients. Ghosts from the goblins. trees. Globless. Goblins. Press for time here on this Spoons episode. Yep. Uh, astronaut, so, uh, this is the actual astronaut uh, food. This is from NASA. Cool. Uh, Actually from NASA. Yeah. Right? And this is, uh, so we have grapes. We have ice cream sandwiches. All right. Uh, start with the grapes here. Um, oh. Okay. Um, Jeffy, try mm-hmm. the grapes. Okay. What, what, what? So okay, it's essentially well, try it. freeze-dried, right? Freeze-dried grapes. Um, yeah. They're yeah. pretty good. We've yeah. done freeze-dried food before. Yeah. It's not as good as the stuff we've had from no from here. Um, well, the ice cream is usually pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah the ice cream sandwich, uh, freeze-dried. Freeze-dried ice try cream Try to break sandwich. that in half. Yeah, I like, the, I like the vanilla ice cream. So the ice cream sandwich with the vanilla is probably going to be good. All right, here we go. I got the little... There you go. Mm. Right there. That's pretty good. Mm. Mm. good. I got to say... Not as good as the stuff freeze dried stuff we've had here. No, it's not. Harsh, right? NASA's version is not as good as yeah, what this we had. Just empty. What else do you have over there? Chocolate ice cream. All right, here we go. Chocolate. Oh, you have chocolate ice cream. Okay, let's try the chocolate ice cream. Here you go, chocolate ice cream. Looks like yeah. there's some chocolate chips in there as well. Mm, that's pretty good. The good thing about it when it's freeze dried, though, no calories, zero sure. calories. Mm. Chocolate's you know, really good. You see mm. how these kind of crumble up like this, though? Yeah. Uh, if you dip these in milk, it's not bad. Oh, good gosh. I hate him. Oh, my gosh. I really don't like him. Why? How much People ask why. Why do you put up with it? Why? I don't know. I don't, so it's I, just the goodness of our heart. I will say, number one, definitely chocolate ice cream. For sure. I'd give that a 13 uh, on a scale from 1 to 18. I'm going to give it a Jeffy's can go. 15 because that's delicious. Very good. The, the, the chocolate? Let's say yeah, a 9 great. for the ice cream sandwich and a 5 for the grapes. Great. All right. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's great. Hi, and Hi. Uh, welcome back. It's us. The Cold War is uh, is over, as far as I've heard. But mm. Jack Barsky was actually in the middle of fighting, and he's a Russian spy, KGB agent, We're living here in the United States, and eventually got guy. caught. A fascinating conversation we had last week. Glenn extended it on the TV show. Here Watch. it is. On radio, I asked you to start with the moment where you were coming down the stairs to the subway in Manhattan, and you saw spray-painted on one of the big steel beams a red splotch of paint, which was your handler's way to say, get out. Correct. And you stayed. I did. (laughs) But you didn't... um, You weren't an American... You were Russian. You were KGB spy. No, actually German. A German. Let me correct yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Working for the Russians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So you're East German. <clears throat> sorry. In, in America, we just, that block <laughs> became <laughs> Russia. It was all red. Um, so 
you were really a place without a home uh, in some regards. You had a family over there, a family here. This went on until 1990... 1988. 1988. Well, that, was the, that was the spray paint, though, wasn't it? That was it? a spray paint. But, it, but you just kind of unplugged from everything until right. 97? 97. <clears throat> You're driving down the highway, and what mm. happens? Well, uh, it was a uh, Friday evening. Uh, I came back from work. Uh, and Where I were had, you working? I was working in New Jersey, and I lived in Pennsylvania, just across the Delaware. Still uh, reporting to the KGB? No, not at all. I had, I had quote-unquote, resigned from the KGB. Nobody ever does that. I may have entered the, book of, uh, the Guinness Book of World Records eh. for that. You don't resign from, from, right. from that company. Right. Uh, and interestingly enough... I resigned with a letter in secret writing. That's probably also unusual. Really? <laughs> Dear John, I'm, not, I'm, I'm quitting my job. So, anyway, huh. uh, um, so, uh, you know, I was driving home. It was uh, early May, and it was still light out, and I was going to play a little with my kids before it got dark. And Did I got, your family know who you were? Mm, yes. There was an odd situation. Uh, my... Uh, this is how I got actually uh, got taped uh, making a confession. The the FBI had been investigating me for about three and a half years, and uh, they bugged my home. And at one point, I had an altercation with my wife, and I was trying to make her understand that, you know, I'm really on your side, honey. This is what I did for you. I defied the KGB and I was in danger uh, of being caught by the FBI and I stuck it out because I wanted to be with you and Chelsea. Oh my gosh, the FBI had to say... They heard it. Well, they had to say, oh my gosh, I can't believe this <laughs> Yeah, that, that, was a, that was a gift. Did uh, she know at that time? She, no, not, not until I told her. And, what and, did and, she... I can't imagine. Imagine your wife or your yeah. husband turns to you in an argument and says... I was KGB and I gave it up. <laughs> you, you, uh, you have a better grasp of the situation than I did because, <laughs> because, because it backfired in a big way because immediately in her mind it clicked. Well, oh, I don't know you're you not all. legal. That means I'm not legal because I made her legal. Uh, I married her because she was illegally in the country. So this illegal made another person legal. And why so she you, was fe- fearful that she would uh, get, kicked know, out. get kicked out. Yeah. So <clears throat> why did you marry her? Were you in love with her when you got married? <sighs> or is, was it a... This is the, my, my, one of my weaknesses. You know, if the, there's a damsel in distress, I want to help. So I, she was very attractive. I, I liked her a lot. We had a good time together. We dated. But I wasn't really in love, love. Okay. Okay. And, and then one day she asked me this odd question. She says, Jack... Would you mind if I got married to somebody else? And I said, what? And so I got, you know, I got a glimpse of what it's like to be illegal in this country. And she said, well, you know, I married this one guy and then, you know, I paid him $2,000. And uh, he got the $2,000. We got married, but he never filed for me. So she got a divorce. Wow. Now she says, I want to stay here. I need to get married to somebody else. And I said, poor thing. I mean, I don't want you to go through that again. So, and I did some investigation and I asked some questions of people who had gone through this and I decided 
I would, I would take the risk. And, you know, and the, the idea was getting married, getting other citizenship, and then we would probably part ways at one point. But it didn't work However, out. However, she got pregnant. Now, that changed the whole situation, and all of a sudden, I, I was still spying for, for the KGB. I was living with a wife and a small child in the same apartment, but I had sort of an office uh, far away from the rest of the place. That, that's where I would lock myself in occasionally and tell the wife, I'm doing something really important and computers don't disturb me. It worked. So getting back to what wow. happened, <laughs> getting back to what happened. Uh, so when, when the FBI introduced themselves, my wife already knew, but she didn't know that the FBI was coming. Right. That when when they finally showed up eventually at the house to brief her, she got really scared. But they tried to calm her down because at that point it was already clear that, you know, I would that we're good. Right. Right. So what happened? We're good. Good. KGB agent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I I was debriefed over a period of uh, close to three months. Okay. Wait. Wait. Before you get there, take me back onto the highway. On the, it's so, so I'm crossing the Delaware. There's a, there's a toll, toll booth. So I put in my 50 cents and, and I was going to go on. And there's the state trooper. He gets in front of the car and waves me aside. Could you please uh, pull over? It's a routine traffic stop. I still wasn't thinking there was anything out of the ordinary. You pull over. And then he said, get out of the car, please, which was kind of odd. And then I see... From the back of, you know, sort of from out of the corner of my eye, somebody approaching from the back. And before I knew it, he flashed a, a badge and he said, FBI, we would like to talk with you. Bam. I mean, all of a sudden, the life that I thought was gone, I had left behind, came crashing back in at that very moment. And uh, the fellow who, who did the, his name is Joe Riley. He wrote the afterword for my book. Mm. He's a good friend. Um, so, How bizarre. <laughs> yes, isn't that great? <laughs> yeah. Only in America. <laughs> oh, only in America. He, he told me after, uh, you know, later that uh, I, I went totally white. Uh, I had no idea. I knew, I knew the gig was up. I had no clue what was going to happen next. But I was clearly afraid for my kids, more so than my wife, but not afraid for me. Because I had gone into this uh, profession to, w- with the idea that one of those days I'd probably wind up in jail. That most spies get caught, you know. So uh, that was the situation. It was pretty tense. You had another family back in Germany. I did. And this girl, when you married her, you loved her. You married her for love. Yes, I did. And you had another child in Germany. Yes. When the KGB said to you, because they thought about taking the whole family and moving you to New York as a family unit, but the psychological test showed that your wife wouldn't be able to stand that kind of pressure. Right. And at that point, uh, we didn't have the, the child, so we... She would have come with me without the child. Without the child. Once the child was born, there, was, there were also plans for us to uh, occasionally meet in third countries to you know, keep the relationship going. Once she had the child, that was off as well. 
So I would see her every other year when I went back to Moscow or Berlin for debriefing and some... So was that like, was that... Um, did you both kind of, at that time early on, just go, every year and a half or two years, I'm not... I mean, this is over. Did you have that kind of a uh, thought that you're... It's like a divorce? Or what was it? Because you couldn't communicate either, even. No, we could not. You know, we, uh, there, was no, there was no letter writing, nothing in, in between. Uh, it, it, as time passed, it got a little more tense. And at one point, uh, the, my last uh, quote-unquote vacation was in 1986. And uh, Galinda, that's her name, uh, she had a... She had a uh, an outburst, and she was screaming at me, and uh, we sort of managed, because I, I told her, give it another two years, I'll be back. I broke that promise, and I, it's a hard time to live that down. But I had maneuvered myself into a situation uh, out of which there was really no, there was no good solution. And that's the one part that when I talk about my story that I feel, you know, very uncomfortable about, you know, I know that, you know, God forgives if you ask him. But it's hard but, for but man it's to hard. forgive himself. That's, that's right.